0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy Chapter 18 The Levitical priests, indeed the whole tribe of Levi, are to have no allotment or inheritance with Israel. They shall live on the food offerings presented to the Lord, for that is their inheritance. They shall have no inheritance among their fellow Israelites. The Lord is their inheritance, as He promised them. This is the share due the priests from the people who sacrifice a bull or a sheep, the shoulder, the internal organs, and the meat from the head. You are to give them the first fruits of your grain, new wine, and olive oil, and the first wool from the shearing of your sheep, for the Lord your God has chosen them and their descendants out of all your tribes, to stand and minister in the Lord's name always. If a Levite moves from one of your towns anywhere in Israel where he is living, and comes in all earnestness to the place the Lord will choose, he may minister in the name of the Lord his God like all his fellow Levites who serve there in the presence of the Lord. He is to share equally in their benefits, even though he has received money from the sale of family possessions." When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, or engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or is a medium or spiritist, or consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord, Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will dispossess, listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from among your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. For this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire any more, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words, that the prophet speaks in my name. But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. You may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not come to pass or take place, That is a message that the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously, so do not be alarmed. So first, the chapter begins with provisions for the Levites, and uh, this has been talked about in other chapters, but this dials it in a little bit more. The Levitical priest, indeed the whole tribe of Levi, are to have no allotment or inheritance with Israel. They shall live on the food offerings presented to the Lord, for that is their inheritance. And so they were not allowed to have normal jobs and normal vocations and live wherever they chose. There were Levitical cities established, and they had to live in one of those locations, and their vocation was serving the Lord in some capacity. So they shall have no inheritance among their fellow Israelites. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. And then it gives some specific um, portions of food from the offerings that are to go to the priests. This is the share to the priests from the people who sacrifice a bull or a sheep. They're to get the shoulder, the internal organs, the meat from the head. And then you're also to give them the first fruits of your grain, new wine and olive oil, and the first wool from sharing your sheep. So this was part of their income, if you will. It was given to the um, to the Levites from the sacrificial system from the things that the people brought to the Lord. A portion of it went to sustain the priesthood. We have some words concerning the abominations of um, the nations, where they're going into the promised land. These things were practiced in the promised land, and the Lord was uh, cautioning the Israelites not to take on the practices of the former inhabitants. So in verse 9, when you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, Do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire. This was common for the worship of Molech. Or who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. And so all these things were strictly forbidden. They were detestable to the Lord and the Lord to some degree, drove out the nations that were resident in that land for practicing these uh, these abominable things that were detestable to the Lord. So Israel was forbidden to practice any of these. And let me just add, friends, these are not things to dabble in. A sorcery, divination, witchcraft, spells mediums and all this This is, you know, sometimes um, people think this is just a novel thing. There's nothing to it. And I understand some of it is just silliness. But there are demonic entities that participate in these rituals and in these acts. And essentially, you involve yourself in the worship of another god if you become involved in any of these practices. And that's forbidden. The Lord does does not allow uh, mixing Christianity or Judaism with the worship of other gods. Now, in 15, verse 15, there's a very interesting statement. It says, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites, and you must listen to him. This is uh, Moses giving a prophecy about a prophet. So Moses said uh, the Lord's going to raise up another prophet like him, and uh, he must be listened to. Interestingly, the book of Acts repeats this verse and says that it applies to Jesus. Jesus is the one that would be raised up, that would establish um, new aspects of the law and of Judaism. So Acts 3.22, For Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people, and you must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from their people. And so Acts applies that to Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of this prophet like Moses. And um, the Lord says specifically in this passage in verse 18, I will raise them up a prophet like you, Moses. And so there's a, a tradition in Islam that Muhammad was the prophet like Moses that fulfilled this scripture. But the New Testament teaches it's not Muhammad, it's Jesus is the one that fulfilled the scripture. Jesus is the prophet like Moses, who was able to interpret uh, the Old Covenant with authority and to, um, in some cases, put new practices into place. And so he had this authority from God, but Moses had prophesied he was coming. He didn't know the fullness of what he was prophesying, that the Son of God himself would come in the form of the Messiah. But he knew that someone was coming that would set the various religious practices for Israel at a new level. He would raise the bar. There's a simple test contained in this chapter for false prophecy. I love this. It says, "'You may ask yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord?' And the answer is, if it doesn't take place or come true, it's a message the Lord has not spoken. (laughs) I think that's a great metric. Uh, If you hear a prophetic word that, um, that doesn't come to pass, the Lord didn't say it. Somebody has either spoken presumptuously or under the inspiration of another spirit. And so, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that there was a prophetic word, that someone was coming with authority like Moses and even beyond the authority that Moses had to interpret the words that had been given at Mount Sinai, to interpret everything that had come to pass before him, and to indeed to put new practices into place. This was Jesus, Jesus the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus born in Bethlehem. Lord, he's the one that you raised up. He's the one that set our rules of faith and practice that are in place even to this day. And so we see many principles in the Old Testament that were laid down with Moses. But the things that are in force are those interpreted by Jesus as the one who would come and explain. We thank you, Lord, and we ask for more clarity on the principles contained in your whole word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer.